right, everybody, welcome to today's episode of Call to Action. Today is April 9th, and today we welcome on a very special guest, first-year Akron head softball coach, Megan Pettipis. Coach, how are you, and how have you been dealing with this quarantine so far? Well, um, I'm doing okay. It's definitely been a struggle, I'm sure, just like everybody else. Um, it's been life-changing, obviously, for me as a coach since I'm used to being with my team every day. Um, and now I'm home with four children and just starting homeschooling. So that's probably been the biggest task so far. Yeah. Uh, but we're getting there. Um, we've had you know, a few glitches here and there, but it's been good. We've been, as a staff, um, coaching staff, we've been doing a really good job at trying to you know, stay in touch with our players and communicate with them, play some cool games on you know, technology now that they have. Yeah. Uh, so that's been great. So how often are you in contact with your team? Is it every day? Is it every other day? Um, every day I'm in touch with somebody. Um, it's kind of been, uh, you know, here and there, just depending on the scheduling and timing of things. Um, but it's been, it's been good. We've communicated, you know, either by text or somebody's phone call or or some way of, of communication every day. Um, we have our first full team Zoom meeting um, this next Friday after our individual uh, year-end meetings that we're holding next week. So, I was going to say we just had our first uh, full staff Zoom call the other day. It went, it went pretty well, right? I mean, I guess. It's, it, it went well. Everyone got on there. The only person that uh, had issues, of course, the commissioner was, of all people, he lost power during it. But, hey, it, <laughs> it happens. Uh Coach, I want to go back to uh, something probably more difficult than staying together or staying in touch with your team, but this homeschooling stuff. I mean, mm. yeah. Tell us about it and uh, like what, what's your go-to subject? What are you most confident about teaching? And like what do you have what, – what's like, oh, man, I got to like actually might have to read up on some of this stuff because I forget it. Well, I think the, my best subject is definitely phys ed. <laughs> and getting outdoors <laughs> we take walks every day and we have the lake pretty close which is nice so we go down there as a you know as a whole family quite a bit mm -hmm. um and we have a dog so that kind of keeps us entertained <laughs> um but uh, actually art was my major so oh. we do a lot of painting and drawing and stuff like that which is a lot of fun for the kids um i've had some issues with some math um <laughs> but thanks to my ga hunter she actually facetime with my uh fifth grader to help him with some fraction work the other day. I definitely am a little rusty yeah. on the fractions. <laughs> Dividing fraction. Yeah. Ooh, I don't even, uh, I have, I have two little ones at home, but they're four and two. So we're not, we're not to uh, that level yet. We're, we're writing our names and writing letters, which I can, I can deal with. Um, but yeah, well, it's, I have, it's, I have a kindergarten. So that's a lot because I have to be with her one-on-one -on -one quite a bit for her to get stuff done. I have a second grader who also has an IEP, so it's very difficult for him to learn with reading and stuff. So he has some individual meetings with his teachers, which is great. Um, and then I have a fifth grader who um, also needs quite a bit of help. Um, so we've been working with that. And then I have a, a eighth grader who sometimes helps me with the younger ones, but is more interested in being in his room. So <laughs> yeah. got it. Got it. Well, it's, I'm sure it's got to be difficult, but what, what's one piece we're going to get back to some, you know, uh, 
on the field stuff here, but uh-huh. what's, what's one kind of through mm-hmm. all this one silver lining that you would take just the fact that you are home? Well, I think that, you know, this is just, you know, another thing that we can actually use, you know, as part of our culture on our team and knowing that family comes first. And, you know, I think that's what the message is to everybody that staying home and staying safe should be number one over anything else that we do. And that's something that as a program, we've really, you know, tried to implement this year. So I think that it's, you know, just going to tie right into what we're trying to do with the team. Well, uh, I guess let's get into that team a little bit. Um, you unfortunately had your first season cut short. What was your first message? I mean, out of, I know it's a tough thing to say to your players, but what was kind of your message to your team once all this news came through? Well, we actually were in weightlifting when we were halted as a team. And um, when we all left there, we really didn't know what was happening at the time. And, you know, everything seemed so surreal. I mean, when I left, I felt like I was like on the Titanic and I was like saying goodbye to everybody. (laughs) Um, So it was really weird. Um, But I think that, you know, once I got a chance to talk to the girls, the biggest concern and, you know, upset that made everybody upset is those seniors not having an opportunity to play. And, you know, I feel like this year has been completely different for them. So it's almost like a gift, you know, like a lot of these girls are getting another year, whereas they thought they were only going to have one year with me as their coach. And um, I'm really excited because so far I think probably four out of the five are coming back to play. And um, I think that they are really excited to have that opportunity. So I think that they're looking at the things as a positive Um, obviously, you know, the start of our season was really strong. We had a couple injuries that really affected us, um, you know, in a lot of different ways, pitching offense, stuff like that. So, um, you know, for us, we just got to use it as, as a positive thing that now going forward, we get to have those new kids with us as well. So, yeah, you mentioned you had a a strong start to the season, unfortunately with the season getting cut short, what excites you the most about next season, I guess? Um, I think. I think for everybody, you know, we take so much for granted. You know, we were just playing in Kentucky, and actually on the last day I got kicked out of one of the games. <laughs> my first time ever. Wow. Um, I, it really – for everything, yeah. yeah. But um, anyway, you know, you, I think for everybody, they're just excited to get back out there and get working and, and really know that they only have so much time to put in what they can. And right. – Hopefully, you know, some of these girls will, you know, got a taste of what it's like to lose everything and not have that opportunity. So, you know, we talk about that as coaches all the time and, you know, it never really rings true to anybody, I think, until something like this really happens. So it's definitely an eye opener for everybody. Um, I'm excited because we're going to have another whole new group of players with the team. And I think that that freshness of trying to recreate the program and having another year to do it is just going to help us. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you're, so you're no stranger to the conference. You were an assistant for coach Oakley. What, um, what advice did he give you prior to taking the job? Um, Eric is always very, very supportive of me. Um, I think he was really, you know, excited for me to have the opportunity. Um, you know, he just, he's always been very supportive. So um, I think that he was excited and kind of nervous too, because he knows that, I, you know, I'm going to do well at what I'm doing. And um, I think that, 
you know, the camaraderie as coaches that we have, I think that it's been really awesome. So I really appreciated that from him for sure. Have you had uh, much interaction? We talk about your, you interacting with the team. Have you had much interaction with the other Mac coaches during this time? Yeah, actually we, um, one of the coaches um, <clears throat> set up a zoom call for us all on Monday and we're going to meet every week mm -hmm. on Mondays and just to stay together and, you know, really support our sport. Um, I think that's probably everybody's biggest concern right now is we want to be able to continue playing and have everybody be a part of, you know, playing softball in the future. So, right. you know, we're all, we all know we're going to have to make some sacrifices to make things work. And it's just nice to, you know, hear from the other coaches and know that, you know, they're in support of everything that we're doing as a conference. And it's going to be a good way for us to all to stay in touch. Um, yeah. I talked to Coach Oakley you know, every yeah. couple of days, probably. <laughs> um, he's somebody that I speak to quite often. And actually, when all this happened, we've had, you know, hours long conversations about, you know, things and what can happen and what to be, you know, ready for. So yeah. um, that's been great. Going back to a previous question that we asked about silver lining, I would think that that plays into that. That's something I know you're in season, so you wouldn't be doing those calls. But for you guys to come together as a group more, it has to be another thing that that you're doing that it, that it is a positive. Um, Absolutely, because typically yeah. we would see them just for games or you right. know once during the season, and then hopefully again at the MAC tournament. And now you know we're gonna get to see each other every week, and you know be able to contribute and hopefully help each other out to to be able to keep being successful. I mean, yeah, yeah you mentioned you guys are so close. I mean, what's what's your favorite? Part I know you've only been a head coach for a, a few months now, but during your whole experience, what's your favorite part, I guess, about coaching in the MAC? Um, it, it is a strong conference. I think the coaches are awesome. Um, I, I altogether, I just think it's a really you know positive experience for anybody to be able to be a part of. And I think for me, I, I really am happy that I've gotten to know a few of the other coaches in all my time um, as a coach. So that's the nice thing is a few of the other coaches I've actually coached against in Division Two before. Yeah, yeah. And so there is a lot of, um, you know, the coaching world is pretty small. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so I think that I've developed, you know, some really good relationships with a lot of coaches and um, that's continued in the MAC, which is great. I love that. And I love that there's other coaches out there that I can call if I have questions or concerns about stuff. And um, even texting back and forth with Clarissa and some other coaches has been really, really awesome. Uh, so let's, let's go back a little ways and talk about uh, you're a national champion uh, back in 1998 and a two-time All-American. Take us back at, at California University of Pennsylvania. Yes. Um, take us back to that time in, in your career and, and your memories of that time. Oh, well, it's been a while, <laughs> Yeah, but it's always, you know, memories that are amazing for me to have. Um, I've actually gotten to share those with my team this year, which was pretty neat. I think that was a good way for them to get to know me a little bit more as an athlete and a coach um, and just my history. Um, those times were amazing. A lot of the friends that I have and communication that I have with other coaches comes from that program and, and where I came from. So um, I think that, you know, when I think about those times, it's, it's really neat to be able to know that I had that much success at that time 
and be able to hopefully, you know, keep developing into the coaching side of things as well. What's yeah. God, Jeremy. Is there anything now that you're a coach that you wish you knew as a student athlete? Yes, a lot. <laughs> I think every student athlete should have to coach <laughs> yeah. before they actually play <laughs> because, you know, it's so funny as a player, the different things you focus on. And I think I, actually a lot of people, at least myself, I was a, the biggest critic of myself. So if I didn't have success, I was thinking, oh my gosh, that coach, that's all they're thinking about. When a lot of the times the coach is actually you know, not even paying attention to that little mistake you made or, you know, trying to look at your positives and fit you back into where they think you're going to have success. So mm -hmm. if I'd have known that, I probably would have had a little more confidence in myself, yeah. um, you know, and, and just knowing that, you know, your coach has that confidence in you, otherwise you wouldn't be there. So there's a lot of things, <clears throat> even coaching, you know, when I was an assistant coaching first base, I learned a lot about positioning and, and just, you know, as a slapper, I was always looking at the infield for positioning. But if I would have taken a step back and coached that sideline, I probably would have seen a few different things, too, in the movements. So those are little things that I think you learn, you know, as you get that experience of coaching to take into playing. And I was fortunate enough to play in the pro league after I had right. coached, started coaching. So um, I felt like that was, you know, one of my most successful times playing softball was when I got to play in the pro league. I was going to say you uh, you're very successful in your in your pro career as well. You won two silver medals, I believe, in the Pan Am Games and played yeah. for, played for Team Canada and things like that. What what's the most special thing about going to the Olympics and playing in the Olympics that some people might not know? Um, it's I think it's just humbling to know that you can be a part of something so amazing. Um, the biggest time for me that I realized what I was a part of is when the opening ceremonies are on yeah. TV. I watch that and I think, oh my gosh, like I was a part of that. Yeah. And, you know, it gives me goosebumps just talking about it. Um, it's, it's an experience that you can never, you know, really fully understand unless you've been there. And um, it's funny because a lot of people say, oh, you know, I'd go and just be the water boy. But when you get to that point in your career and that level, you want to play. You want to play all the time. And um, that was a tough time for me. I just lost my brother right before the Olympics and, you know, family wise. So I wasn't quite in the state of mind I would have liked to have been in. Um, but, you know, obviously getting those opportunities to play was like phenomenal. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, just not not just to play, but obviously to represent your country is mm -hmm. the ultimate honor. I I've always thought so. Uh, yeah, that's that's incredible to hear that. Do you have like a single memory uh, outside of the opening ceremonies that you just that just sticks with you? Um. Well, I I was there watching the gold medal game for watching the U.S. play Japan, mm -hmm. and it was. I remember being there and the feeling and seeing everything. And um, it was a kind of a crappy ending for Japan because the girl made an error slipping in the grass. And um, so it, it was very, you know, those kind of things are memories that I really have probably watching Mia Hamm run by my um, house oh, wow. <laughs> in the, in the <laughs> middle of this Olympic village was probably, you know, pretty, <laughs> pretty amazing. Yeah. It's awesome. That's incredible. Well, the only other question I have, we've talked about how you've been staying in touch with your team and staying in touch with the coaches and doing all the homeschooling stuff. How, how are you personally relaxing and trying to get through all of this when you take away all of that other stuff? 
Um, I would say that I've, I've struggled. I mean, it's been life changing for me. I'm very much a people person. So I have a hard time just being here at home. Um, but you know, having the kids and you know, my life and just taking a step back and thinking, okay, these are the things that I have to, you know, focus on now and, and enjoy. Um, you know, it's been a roller coaster and I think that it's a roller coaster for every parent out there. Um, because it's good with the bad and um, but I think altogether you know just having this time to even just reorganize my own thoughts and and goals and what I want to prioritize going forward is has probably been a really big benefit for me and um, those kind of things make me happy I'm I, I think that knowing that I have a you know great family and a beautiful house to be at all those things like I'm just really trying to make sure that I remember and enjoy um, that I have all these things and you know it's not about necessarily going out and winning games or doing other things it's just you know being happy with who I am and where I'm at and I definitely am so that feels really good yeah it's definitely a, a great time to be grateful I would say mm -hmm. um, for all yeah. that we have well coach we really appreciate you coming on with us and uh, we wish you the best and everything and hopefully we get out to playing softball sooner rather than later and uh we'll see you on the field very soon thank you thank you so much we once again want to thank megan pettapiece for coming on with us today it was a fantastic interview i i mean it was very impressive everything that she's gotten to accomplish over her career and and just starting a new phase in her career it's it's going to be exciting to see where she wants to go Absolutely. I, I, uh, sounds like even though there's not a season going on that she has a lot to occupy her time right now. Yeah. I was going to uh, say you, I, I, when you guys were talking about the kids, I, I didn't really, couldn't really relate. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like what, what do people do with that? Don't have kids during this thing. Uh, I've been working. Uh, well, yeah, outside of work, of course. Uh, You're nothing. I, I can, I can tell you one thing. Yeah. yeah I, I can't, I mean, there's definitely days where I'm like, wow, I w would love a day to myself. Yeah. But there's also like, wow, I don't know how I would do this every day. I mean, yeah, no, I spend every day by myself pretty much. And it, it's weird. It's weird. I, yeah. I honestly, I get I'm not as busy as you in my off time, but it, it definitely it's a weird it's a weird vibe when you're alone. For that well, <laughs> last night I uh, got got um, I should say yesterday I just got blinded by a uh, by my wife saying, hey, uh, a table and a new entertainment center arriving. I said, when did that happen? So uh, we had to uh, put together a new uh, table and entertainment center at uh, 11 o'clock last night. So I need to uh, occupy your time here, over here at my house. Uh, what, uh, what, what type of entertainment center did you get? I mean, you got a whole a new TV? one because she that you know that stuff happens uh yeah. it occupied time putting together a uh, table till midnight 12 30 i don't know because you can't do it with kids around so yeah. uh yeah that i i got a so you had, blindsided you had, by a new you task had, did you did you have the hammer out at, at no 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 hammer you? no oh. hammer needed no yeah that was good i was gonna say but yeah you, you find things i guess to do so yeah. I haven't, um, I haven't put together any entertainment so. <laughs> No. Um, so what else is going on, man? I haven't talked since, uh, well, we talked two days ago. Two, but... Tuesday, but that, but that was with Kyle. That doesn't really count. That's um, true. That's true. So, yeah, no, thing, things are good. I was just telling you earlier today, 
that uh, it was 70 degrees um, yesterday. And then I went out to uh, get some coffee this morning and uh, it was snowing. I know. There and was, now the sun's back out. Yeah, there's, there was snow on the ground and now there's not a cloud in the sky. I don't, know, I don't know what's going on over here, but uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of interesting things happening. Yeah, well, we're, we're, we've been on calls uh, with st- full staff. We've had our external calls. We've done the podcast. I'm overdoing uh, live interviews on Instagram and trying to keep that content based. I think we've, we've uh, launched the, which has shown huge success this week, our TikTok challenge bracket drops. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, we're doing a lot uh, from the Mac side of things to keep people entertained i feel we, we got uh, we got a lot of superstars uh, uh amongst our student athletes yeah if, yeah if the whole, it's, it's the whole athlete athlete thing doesn't work out for them they could become some tiktok stars yeah definitely creative and and it's it's motivated us yep. we're gonna talk yep. about today it's motivated us we're we're now tiktok guys yep big tiktok guys over here <laughs> guys i went down the tiktok rabbit hole Oh yeah. It's that's, that is, it might be worse. One of the worst rabbit holes. <laughs> You're not wrong there. Um, you just, I, I don't know. You, the I, things you see and the amount you see it is, just, <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it is. It is. But we're, we're learning because we want to uh, start diving in on the, on the Mac side of things into the TikTok world. Um, stay tuned on that, but yeah. you, you got to do a little, um, uh, you got to do a little research when yeah, you're doing this. Sent, so my first one, uh, the yeah, other day. yes, Eric, Eric sent me his first TikTok, and then I checked his account and he deleted it. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it's on private. It's private. Oh, private. I, 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 I didn't, didn't even wanna, know you could do wanna, that. I didn't want to post it publicly. I didn't know you could do private TikToks. Yes, yeah. I, oh. I made sure before I posted it. <laughs> that, that it was private. Yeah. 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 Well, it, it would have played well. It, it was, it was great. It was Thank good you. stuff, but we are learning. I, I told uh, our young daughter that we we're going to use her as a guinea pig for it and try to do some stuff, which she's always up for. But yeah, you, you get down that rabbit hole of what people are doing and it's endless. It's endless. <laughs> it's, interesting. it's something new every day. So yeah, I'm, but we, uh, we're seeing that the student athletes are having a lot of fun doing it. I saw, I believe it's ball state. Yeah. It's ball state is having a coaches TikTok challenge bracket oh, yes. now. So that should be interesting. Uh, so that's part of time is learning some new things and uh, learning, you know, I first I finally after five or six interviews on Instagram, finally figured out how to put one on our account yesterday <laughs> after it's over. Uh, it's good. So yeah. moving forward, it's, it's quite a process. Let me tell you. Um, I'm sure it is. Because if you have a long interview, it takes a long time to do it. But yep. uh, yeah, that's that's something that a lot of people know about. It's, it's kind of being that we're uh, going to enter a week and a half here with some pretty cool guests. Uh, yesterday, um, we're, we're stepping kind of outside of the student-athlete and coaches and getting to some of our alums. Uh, so yesterday, we talked to Zach Plesak, um, who is now a starting pitcher for the Cleveland Indians. Um, and it was a really cool interview. He's down just waiting for the season to start like all of us. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but a former, he was a Ball State alum, former freshman pitcher of the year in the MAC. Uh, we, got, we got some good names coming. So next, next week, 
we uh, our next episode, we're going to talk to Clayton Bates, the new head men's basketball coach at Western Michigan. And then uh, we, we may have a we may line up a, a surprise on on Thursday, a really cool guest. Um, so we're we're going to see uh, what we can do and just keep plugging along. And uh, again, we we say it a lot, but if you write the Max Sports account or the Call the Maxion account on some people you want to hear from, yeah, we'll get let it us done. know. We'll get it done. Yeah, we'll 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 do our best. That is for sure. Uh, but hey, I, I don't know. I, I'm gonna go back to trying to uh, do whatever I have to do. I don't know. Every day, it's like every hour, something new, or I think of something new. Not work wise, cool. but yeah, no. But it's kind of cool like that. We get the we get the opportunity to kind of try some different things and have it be a trial period for us. Whereas, I mean, usually during this time, we'd be jam packed with softball, baseball, and all that type of stuff, golf. Well, you're right. During this time, we've been fill, filling the void with other things. You know, we, right now we'd be working on the academic awards yep. and getting ready for golf championships and recapping and doing baseball and softball, like you said, and uh, recapping basketball. So this, this has allowed us to kind of just focus on more of the creative stuff and uh, coming up with new ideas and pushing. I think that's a great idea so far. Yeah, and I think we've learned a lot and a lot moving forward of things we can do, which is really cool. Absolutely. You you got you got anything else for the people before we wrap this thing up? No, just uh look forward to talking to you and everyone else on Tuesday. But until then, until then it's some action. action.